Okay, here we are today at the protest against the military spending in the budget. Uh, we're out at uh, Jim Chalmers' office at Logan Central, and he is uh, the treasurer who'll be presenting the budget, which includes an extraordinary expense on nuclear submarines at the behest of the United States and British governments. Well, I'm, I'm a, a member of the Australian Labor Party, and some people uh, think they've been brainwashed, the leadership of the ALP. It's much worse than that, in my opinion. I think they've been, the, the whole body's been snatched, and I think it's been snatched by the Americans. If they're going to fight a war against China, because they've only ever fought wars against little, small countries, if they're going to seriously fight against China, they're going to exert enormous pressure on Australia to, to come up with money to fund the, the attack submarines, um, which will be undoubtedly obsolete uh, by the time anything happens in, in 20 years, so, for example. Um, and maybe, maybe we should spend that $368 billion and send it across to America as soon as possible while the exchange rate is good, because that's the way we'll buy, because that's the way we'll get our bang for the buck. Well, it Thanks. looks like they're going in now. Okay. I'm going to go and record presentation of the letter. Okay, we're going in here now to Jim Chalmers' office with Annette Brownlee, who is uh, one of the people involved in the Independent and Peaceful Australia Network. We're just inside the office now. We're ready to have a chat with him. This is a little present for all of you in the, in the office. Peace puppies. This is usually a very safe labour seat. 26% unemployment for youth, youth unemployment. That is not a very good statistic. Logan City, ain't it pretty? Logan City, what a pity that we're living south of the freeway. Rich up north, poor down south. Rich live up there in their expensive house, living south of the freeway. Kev Carmody in Bloodlines. My name is Ian Kerr. I attended the office of the Federal Treasurer, Dr Jim Chambers, at Logan City on the 9th of May 2023. That was on the day that the budget was read out by Dr Chambers in the Federal Parliament. The Treasurer scored nearly 50% of the vote in Rankin in the last election in 2022. The Liberal National Party scored 30% and the minor parties scored the rest. Most of those went, votes went to the Greens. They got 10%. After preferences, Dr Chalmers received about 60% of the vote. I attended a meeting to hand over a letter from Just Peace Queensland which is the Brisbane chapter of the Independent and Peaceful Australia Network, a national peace group comprising of many groups. The meeting lasted 17 minutes. The letter was signed by Mike Henry, who was a member of the Kelvin Grove branch of the Labor Party. With him was Annette Brownlee, who was convener of Just Peace and also a member of IPAN. We went into a fairly modest office in Logan Central, it's a very safe Labor seat. Annette Brownlee pointed out that there were 26% of youth unemployed in Logan. We went to meet Brenton, who's the manager of Jim Chalmers' electorate office, to hand over a letter written by Mike Henry, Just Peace, opposing the military spend 
in the budget of 2023. Brendan asked me if I would turn off my microphone. The four of us were stuck in a locked entrance with an electronic alarm that was pushing the door into my back. In Queensland, it used to be lawful for a person who is a party to a conversation to record that conversation, even though he does not have the consent of the other party. However, the legislation has been amended and that puts this in doubt. It reads, A person who, having been a party to a private conversation and having used a listening device to overhear, record, monitor or listen to that conversation, subsequently communicates or publishes to any other person any record of the conversation made directly or indirectly by the use of the listening device or any statement prepared from such a record is guilty of an offence against this Act and is liable for conviction on indictment to a maximum of imprisonment of two years. Under the current law, the only defence for publishing the, re the recording is that it is in the public interest. When asked by Brenton, I turned off my recording device. However, I was a party to the conversation that followed. How can the law stop a person from saying what happened? It is absurd. It happens all the time. People would not be able to function if people are going to be put in jail for doing this. Anyway, in the discussion that followed, we talked about the opposition to the AUKUS agreement on May 2023, the May Day March, and to the purchase of Virginia-class attack submarines from the United States at the cost of $368 billion. Annette Brownlee raised specific examples of opposition to the purchase of submarines. Down at Port Kembla and Wollongong, the Trades and Labor Council organised a protest about the amount of money being spent, especially while the Australian government is not spending enough on public housing. Earlier in February 2023, there had been a meeting between Annette Brownlee as a representative of Just Peace and Brenton as a representative of the Treasurer. However, Annette told Brenton that after she handed over the letter dated the 24th of February 2023, that it was not even acknowledged, let alone replied to. Considering the substantive objection objection to AUKUS and the submarine deal by Just Peace, Annette Brownlee asked Brenton to convey the message that to the Treasurer that she wanted a person-to-person -person meeting to make sure that the letter was addressed. Annette simply requested a reply to the current letter dated the 9th of May, which was written by Mike Henry. She also mentioned strong opposition to the submarine base being in Wollongong. Ms Brownlee said that there's a wind farm plan just outside of Port Kembla, which is a suburb of Wollongong, which is going to make it an unlikely spot for a location of this kind of military infrastructure. Brenton said, it's just one of those things. There'll be opposition, no matter what the issue is. And he acknowledged the purchase as a prickly topic. Annette retorted that if the submarine base is going to be in the port of Brisbane, that there will be massive popular opposition.
I asked Brenton if he had gauged any feedback from AMP, ALP branches. I told him that on Labor Day, there was a person chanting, more workers' housing, no submarines, as the ALP branches contingent went by as part of the annual May Day celebrations. People wearing Jim Chalmers t-shirts looked down and looked away, shamefaced, when they heard the lone call. They did not wish to engage with the heckler on such an important issue. Annette said she knew what would be in the budget, referring to the expenditure that is required to undertake such a massive military build-up. Brenton replied, We wouldn't be the Labour Party if there wasn't some disagreement or other. It doesn't matter what the issue is, he told us, there's always going to be people in the branches who are going to be expressing their views, whether it be on AUKUS agreement, or on housing, or on social services. Breton said that they had inherited the AUKUS agreement and the submarine purchase from the previous LNP government. He said that it's just one of those tricky ones, because internal disagreements don't mean that we don't have to make tough decisions because that's what we're doing tonight in the budget, he said, whether it's popular or not. He added ruefully that the Labour members never shy of letting them know their opinion. And it's welcome, he said, good, bad or ugly. Annette Brownlee asked Brenton to share with his local branch members in Rankin that there are people here in Queensland who are very concerned about the allocation of funds to AUKUS, the submarines, and the actual policies that lie behind them, including their shameful misallocation. Especially when we have tent cities popping up all over the place, she said. People who are working who cannot get into homes. This is something that needs to be addressed immediately and not put off for some hope that we're going to have public housing built in 10 years' time. After the floods, when housing was made available to people who lost their homes, she said, why can't that be happening now for people who are living in tents in Musgrove Park and in parks in, in, in his own electorate? Brenton volunteered that people are living in garages in Logan City and, and Annette said that is a shameful thing that this is happening. It's, it's a third world kind of condition, she said. Mike Henry told Brenton that he's a member of the Labour Party in a progressive branch, the Kelvin Grove KGB branch at Newmarket. He said he was not exactly terrified, but he was very disturbed by the prospect of the Australian Labour Party having problems at the next election based on the issues that he had raised in the letter and that his branch was concerned about, particularly about the $368 billion spend on nuclear submarines. He said he was aghast at the amount of money and could not, despite looking, could not find where the money was coming from. Mike said that the prospect of going to war with China was a very difficult thing, given the ramifications of such a war, which would devastate the economy of Australia. He said... I'm very concerned. I want to keep the Labor Party in office for years and years. He added that these issues will turn the electorate against them. He blamed the media for the scaremongering that is going on during the last five years about China being a threat to Australia. 
He reminded Brenton that there's no evidence of an attack from China on Australia. In spite of that, we're preparing to arm up and allow the United States to come in and call this place their own and set up missiles for war, he said. He added that it's clear that China does not physically pose a threat to us. I said, I don't want another Ukraine. Surely people can see that it's not a good way to go. Breton replied, yeah, but I don't. And then he paused. And Annex said, well, here's the letter she handed it across that they brought for the treasurer. And Breton had been entering some notes during this period. Or maybe he was texting. I'm not sure. Annette told Breton that it's a letter from a local peace group, Just Peace, that is one organisation that make up the National Peace Network. She asked if they could get some notification on this occasion that the Treasurer had actually received the letter in his hand. She said that Mike Henry is one of the co-conveners of Just Peace and that's why his signature is on the bottom, signed on behalf of the entire organisation. She said, look, we really appreciate it if you'll give your staff here one of these leaflets that we handed out on Labor Day. And Brenton said, well, I wish I could say more. He said that he was tied down, constrained. But yes, certainly there was a lot of issues here and a lot of things that they were trying to address, especially on the point of housing. He said that he wished he could get more sense out of what is going down, what is going on down south in Canberra. We're certainly trying to do stuff here in the electorate, he said. It's an issue that is close to all of our hearts, in the office and in the local region. He said that we're trying to do what we can in a very difficult set of circumstances. Annette asked about interim housing so that people who are not, are not just left sleeping out in tents with no toilets, no showers, nothing to cook on. A third world situation. Breton then opened up and said, well, politics these days has somehow gotten ridiculously overcomplicated. He said that he took the point that the ALP is being outflanked on the left and that the emergence of the Teal movement has thrown a spanner in the works. He said that he was trying to do things, but this made it very difficult. He said it's very easy for teal independents to push a particular agenda when they're not going to be in a position to actually have, have to deliver that in government. He said that the predicament that the Australian Labor Party faces is very, very hard. And that then said, well, as Malcolm Fraser said, life wasn't meant to be easy. And I added, life was not meant to be easy under Albanese. Brenton didn't like the implication. Annette said that the Labor Party is a working class party and it identifies itself as being socialist. And the Labor Party needs to follow up on these core issues, basic social justice. But the people are being still being left behind. She said it's not good enough to be sidling up to the United States in their adventurous efforts to stay on top of the world. Annette told Breton that there'll be more Greens, there'll be more Teals, and that if you think it's hard now, come the next election, it'll be even harder. Breton thanked us for being so easy to deal with, and Annette thanked him. We went and said we want to 
make sure that Dr. Chalmers has an opportunity to read the letter. And it then said, going outside and have a little talk to the people who were protesting outside. We said our goodbyes and Brenton said, who knows when we'll meet again. Let's have a listen now to a spoof by Bob Sitch and his crew in Utopia. So I thought the best way to proceed was to get everyone in the one room. Good thinking. Okay, you're all right. I'll come straight to the point. This white paper is recommending we spend close to $400 billion over the forward estimates. Now, at some point, the PM is going to be asked a very simple question. In order to protect us from which enemy? Hmm. It's so hard to say. 400 billion, pick one. A regional player. Specifically, Colonel. An Indo-Pacific regional player. More specifically? Indo-Asia-Pacific. That's broader. Who are you leaving out? Europe? Yeah, I sort of need a country. Or an unaligned player. No, a country. One that might threaten us. Just one. Yeah. I wouldn't want to raise tensions. Where? In this room. You know what? I'll name one and you just nod. China. Okay. And what exactly are we protecting? Strategic interests. Specifically, Colonel. Indo-Pacific strategic interests. Really specifically. Indo-Asia-Pacific yeah. strategic You know what? Interest. I'll say it and then you nod. Our trade routes. Yeah. And who is our number one trading partner? Shall we use an odd system? Sure. China? Yeah. So under this scenario, we're spending close to $30 billion a year to protect our trade with China from China. And that doesn't strike anyone at this table as odd? Let's have a listen to that song by Kev Carmody called Dark Side. Roses, kisses, it's to hide To copulate most males bribe Warm fuzzies, gentle care Expensive cars, pubic hair Parties, alcohol, domestic fights and incest Adolescent, hot, fast, messy sex in the south side, dark side, south of the freeway, them Logan kids used to hang out in that trashed out rooster and rib. Fast food, junk food, foul food, chunder. McDonald's, Kentucky, rail line thunder Tavern driving, you by the piss The grog we flog, they'll never miss Pull behind square one, it's hard to start Five-fingered discount from the rich Kmart The south side 
dark side South of the freeway, them Logan kids used to hang out in that trashed out rooster and roof Fish smell, cabana, burnt out shell Rooster and ribs is a scene from hell Broken plaster, fibro power cords hanging down to the burnt out boards Dope and drugs keep you stable Couple screwing on the table The south side Dark side South of the freeway, them Logan kids used to hang out in that trashed out rooster and ribs. Most nights you screw or fight. Girlfriends, boyfriends use the night. Hide their reality from society Only place you can feel free Moan, smash glass, trashed out spew Shit old smell, rat shit view The south side Dark side Out of the freeway, them Logan kids used to hang out in that trashed out rooster and ribs. Graffiti, the neon cut the night. Blue light flashing, hot spotlight. Siren wailing, squealing tire. Time to change into overdrive Batten's handcuffs, they carrying guns The cops have arrived, it's time to run The south side The dark side South of the freeway, them Logan kids used to hang out in that trashed out Houston route At the protest against Orcus, Annette Brownlee then read out a summary of what had occurred inside the meeting. And we listened to a number of voices of people who had been protesting that decision. Let's go to Annette Brownlee now. We've presented the letter, which has been written from Just Peace, to uh, the Treasurer. And um, we've talked through the issues that are included in the letter, uh, which is really about the, the misallocation, the theft of public money to um, support the United States' military and political and economic ambitions to stay on top of the, the pile 
um, in the uh, and, and the losses that that means to the Australian people, uh, economically, politically, uh, and and I believe even in our own sort of um, self um, identity, because you know I think I think that's a big thing. Uh, I reckon the voice is a little step along the way to kind of developing a strong sense of who we are, but gee whiz, it's, it's right behind the fact that we have never stood as an independent and uh, secure nation in having our own vision for the future. So they're the sort of things we talked to him about. And we did bring a letter down in February about AUKUS. Uh, Jeanette and I both went in the last time and we did not get a, a letter of reply, but I'll so I'll just hand over now to anyone else who'd like to speak and maybe Margaret might like to talk about the conversation you've just had with that young man. Well, he just shared his frustration. He's from Pakistan. He's a qualified lawyer and he's married. His wife's an Australian. He's got three Australian children. Um, he runs a business and employs local people and he's just totally frustrated because he's tried and tried and tried to get a visa for himself. He's been to see Mr. Chalmers here ten times, he tells us. He's put in huge amounts of money going from one lawyer to another and you could just hear his pain. Really, you could hear his frustration. His rent's gone up, his rent for his house has gone up from 350 to 550 His rent for his business has gone up. Um, he feels as though he does everything on his side and cannot get anywhere. Well, can I, can I, can I just have, I'd like Jim Chalmers and co to say, what are they going to do with the uranium, the highly enriched uranium, because not only are we, uh, we've got to get rid of ours when the subs uh, pass the use by date, there are already subs in England and in the USA where they're already past their use-by date and the, they're just sitting around in the water because no one wants no one wants the, to get rid of the, the uranium. Now we're just getting, want to give the Aboriginals a voice. Well, if their voice says we don't want the uranium on our land, how is he going to handle that one? Well, the United States does not have an overall um, mine or, or location to dispose of their own nuclear waste from bombs which they've manufactured and, and also all the uh, all the power plants of course they don't have a they tried to set up one in Arizona it was in Nevada, I think. Nevada. Yeah. and uh, the, the state would not have anything to do with it after 20 years of trying to do it but I'm just wondering whether America's going to see Australia is a vast dumping. Of course. Well, it is, well, it is, well, it is, it is definitely for the, for the new, the, under the August agreement, we've got to take the, 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 um, the, uh, the American and the British um, uh, nuclear, you know, uh, yeah, spent and, uh, uranium, I think. It's spent spent uranium. Spent uranium. We've got to take it. I think with this, it's a matter of sovereignty with our country. Yeah. We're not the 51st state of America. You know, we're not going to support these countries like. Raythorn Technologies, Lockheed Martin, Northrop Gunnery, Pratt and Whitney. They're the ones who are making all the money. They're making money out of Ukraine. The trouble is, a lot of the money is not going into Ukraine. It's going in the black market. So it's a real problem. Uh, at the next election, we'll cut our losses then. We've got, we've got... Three cheers for the independence and Pocock. 
Yeah. 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 There's, yeah. there's a lot of them too. Uh, there's a few. There's a few of them. But it's so much. Eight hundred and sixty-eight billion dollars. It was Scott Morrison's policy. He set it up, and Labor's now going. Oh, have it. Have the money. It's ridiculous. So, but my my um, big concern was that the escalation of anti, um, antagonism towards China, which is the which is media propelled, is that um, I, I went to a film the other night, which was started in Moreton Bay, showing the shoreline birds and their migrations. And one of the places they land is well, start here in. Morton Bay, but they land in Taiwan and they land in China, and those birds need peaceful places with clean water and they need clear air. And even in their research, they couldn't go into research whether these birds with incredibly expensive technology had landed in Ukraine or Russia because they weren't allowed in there. So, if we want a planet that's working together, we fund science and we fund renewable energy and we stop putting our $368 billion towards warfare, which, here's the thing, when I was a teacher, I'm retired now, but when I was teaching, we did a difference between a million, a million in seconds, if you do it in time, is 12 days, about 12 days, a billion is 36 years, so the difference when we're talking 368 environmentally it is a disaster yeah. oh, before we do break up just a little little reminder that tomorrow night at the QCU at 5.30 we're meeting to talk about uh, how we can have our voices heard the, the feelings of that many thousands of people heard at the Labour Party National Conference in Brisbane on the 17th to the 19th of August so um, I hope you can come to that planning meeting. We need to really build this. We need unions involved. We need churches and community groups involved to share our concerns about environment, about housing, how these are all being sidelined in the interests of the military ambitions. So I hope you can come. Thank you. Thanks everybody for coming today. Thank you. Thank you everyone. The ALP in government has been outflanked on social policy by a variety of different political forces, by the Teals, by the Greens, and even in some respects by independents like Jackie Lambie from Tasmania. And the areas of social policy where they are weakest is on public housing, on unemployment, and on poverty. They say life wasn't meant to be easy under Albanese, but the Prime Minister says, in reply to that, you have to be in government to do anything. Well, Labor is in government and has done nothing any different to the NLP. On foreign policy, they are in the pocket of the United States. The Australian government are robbing workers to pay for nuclear submarines. We say workers' housing not submarines. Anyway, let's go out with a song called Satellites by Jumping Fences. This is Ian Kerr, 4PR, Voice of the People, signing off for now. Across.
pass the night under this ancient starry dome. Satellites shine bright overhead, nameless intruders of the night. Everything's in motion, turning on a pin. Each passing traveler in silent flight. Like a velvet highway, under a veil of night. Each passing traveler, beguiling traveler. Under this ancient starry